Hey, I'm Andy. I'm Andy. And you're listening to the HMO Podcast. Over 10 years ago, I set myself the challenge of building my own property portfolio. And what began as a short-term investment plan soon became a long-term commitment to change the way young people live together. I've now built several successful businesses, I've raised millions of pounds of investment, and I've managed thousands of tenants. Join me and some very special guests to discover the tips, tricks, and hacks, the ups and the downs, the best practice, and everything else you need to know to start, scale, and systemize your very own HMO portfolio. Now. Investors of my generation don't know what it feels like to have to swallow interest rates at over 10%. Investors of my generation don't know what it feels like to be impacted by a market crash. The truth is it's been pretty easy over the last decade, but it's clear that some of the things that we've taken for granted are starting to change and these are going to start to bite. We're going to feel this on the bottom line of our property businesses. And for some of us, if we're not prepared, it could be enough to push us underwater. That said, there's plenty that we can do to make sure that that isn't the case. And in fact, if we understand what the threats are at the minute, we can actually use them as an opportunity. So in today's episode, I'm going to highlight the three things that I think pose the biggest threats to HMO property businesses at the moment. And we're going to talk about what the impacts could mean and what we can do about them. Don't go anywhere and please enjoy today's episode of the HMO podcast. Hey guys, it's Andy here. We're going to be getting back to the podcast in just a moment. But before we do, I want to tell you very quickly about the HMO Roadmap. Now, if you're serious about replacing your income, or perhaps you've already got a HMO portfolio that you want to scale up, then the HMO Roadmap really is your one-stop shop. Inside the Roadmap, you'll find a full 60-lesson course delivered by me, teaching you how to find more deals, how to fund more deals and raise private finance, how to refurbish great properties, how to fill them with great tenants that stay for longer, and how to manage your properties and tenants for the future. We've also got guest workshops added every single month. We've got new videos added every single week about all sorts of topics. We've got downloadable resources, cheat sheets and swipe files to help you. We've got case studies from guests and community members who are doing incredible projects that you can learn from. And we've also built an application just for you that allows you to appraise and evaluate your deals, stack them side by side and track the key metrics that are most important to you. To find out more, head to the hmoroadmap.co.uk now and come and join our incredible community of HMO property investors. Right, welcome back to the podcast. So, first of all, today's episode isn't here to scaremonger. That's not the idea of today's episode. Really, what I want to do is put the spotlight on things that no doubt you are already aware of, but just make it very clear how much of an impact these could have. But on a positive note, what we can do about them, what we can do to actually make sure that it doesn't impact us too heavily. And in fact, for some of us, how we could use these issues that are happening in the property market, happening in a wider economy as opportunities in our business. So the triple threat, dun, dun, dun. what am I talking about? Well, of course, first and foremost, inflation. You know about it, you've heard about it, we're reading all about it and we're feeling it. Inflation is definitely an issue for us at the minute. Secondly, the energy crisis. You'd have to literally be living on Mars if you didn't know we were in the middle of an energy crisis. And thirdly, interest rates. What the Bank of England are doing and in part, these are very, very, very much related, but you can dissect them, you can pull them apart. And the good news is, as property investors, we can do things to almost counteract the side effects of each of these. So that's what we're going to look at in today's episode. So first of all, let's talk about the biggie, 
inflation. So the UK inflation rate increased to 5.4% in the year to December 21, up from 5.1% the month before. And now it is heading, experts think, to over 7% by April. This is a big jump. This is happening quickly. It's happening right now. You know what? The truth is that what we're actually experiencing, the actual inflation that we're experiencing right now is more than what we're seeing in the reports, okay? They're the national statistics, but we're actually feeling out there on a day-to-day basis is substantially more. The second factor is the energy crisis. The second factor of this triple threat is the energy crisis. Like I said, if you don't know about this, you have definitely been living on Mars. I imagine energy is a little bit cheaper out there than it is here on planet Earth at the minute. It's absolutely mad right now what's going on. And as scheduled, Ofgem announced an increase to the price cap by 54%. And that's going to come into effect in April. This is big. This is huge, particularly for HMO investors who've got professional HMOs. And I've got a number of those as well. The student stuff, it's a little bit easier to manage and cap the bills but it's still a big issue. But nevertheless, this is a huge one that's really going to impact very quickly the bottom line of our businesses. In fact, it's probably already happening to you. And one of the issues that we've always got is that energy companies are slow. We often get our bills much later than the actual usage. There's a real lag and it makes it very difficult for us to actually manage what's happening there. So this is a big, big issue for us. The third point of the triple threat, the third thing that we need to be really aware of is changes to the interest rate. The Bank of England have been making changes, haven't they? Between March 2020 and December 21, they held the rate at 0.1%, but it's on the rise. At its first meeting of the year, the Bank of England voted 5 to 4 in favour of increasing the rates from 0.25 to 0.5. And experts are forecasting that this could increase to 1.5% by the end of this year. Now, that is quite a jump. Now, let's not take this out of context. Rates are currently super cheap and have been for a long, long time. And even if it does go up to 1.5%, that's still super, super cheap. But combine that with inflation, combine that with energy costs, actually, this will start to have a real impact. Now, this isn't panic stations, you know. We don't need to start panicking. We don't need to start thinking about whether we should get out of property at all. Like I said, this isn't an episode to scaremonger. This is just an episode to be aware and to think about very logically, okay, right, this is happening. What do I need to do to shore up my business? Now is the time to definitely be thinking long term. What do I need to do about that? So what can we do about this? Well, I've got five things for you. First of all, We need to stop being overly optimistic when we're stacking new deals up. If we're still purchasing stuff, we need to be realistic. And in fact, maybe we need to start being pessimistic and really buying based on pessimistic assumptions. What do I mean by that? Well, okay, what if your energy costs aren't £80 per person per week? What if they wash out to be more like £90 per person per week? Be more realistic, be more pessimistic as opposed to overly optimistic about this. What about your repair and maintenance costs? Okay, well, what if they start to go up because of inflation? I normally factor in £50 a month per property for general repair and maintenance, but maybe it's time to start thinking that that needs to look more like £100 a month. You should have your own data. You should have your own formula that you follow, but make sure that you're being, at the very least, completely realistic about where things are heading. Because stacking the deal up for today is one thing, but stacking the deal up and trying to make assumptions about what that could look like in three or four or five years time, 
That's the real art to investing properly and investing profitably and investing sustainably. It's no good stacking the deal up optimistically today if over the next 12, 24, 36 months, prices continue to spiral and actually our deal looks nothing like what we hoped or assumed that it would do. That is key to investing successfully. So don't do it. And keep a very keen eye on your net yield. I bang on about this all the time. Net yields are actually not a particularly good indicator of the performance of your deal, but they are still an important indicator. They don't really tell you much about your return on your investment. They just tell you about the general health of your investment on an ongoing basis. A lot of people who are buying very expensive properties who are managing to get a lot of cash back out of their deals and getting a very good return on investment are actually finding that the deals are really quite heavily loaded with high interest repayments because they've taken out quite a big mortgage and other costs like that. And if that yield, that net yield starts to get squeezed 3%, 2%, 1%, stress test your deals, that is when you need to be worrying. And that is what you've got to build a contingency in against. Make sure that there's a nice cushion in that net yield. That's a good indicator of the health of your deal on an ongoing basis. The second thing we can do is find solutions to cutting costs throughout our business. Where can you reduce your costs? Maybe you're overpaying for some systems that you don't actually need or use that much. Maybe there are different materials or methods that you can employ that would give you the same outcome, but would cost you less in the first instance. Whatever it is, try and find solutions to reducing those costs sensibly. This is good business practice. And you need to remember that your HMO business, whether you've got one property or a hundred, it is a business and you need to be savvy about reducing your costs and overheads. The third thing we can do is we need to really consider our utility options and we need to start thinking about making energy efficient improvements. What can we do to reduce the risk on our business And what can we do to actually reduce the physical costs of running our properties? There are loads of things that we could do, and there's too much to discuss in today's episode, but I want you to go away and really think about this. In November last year, I could really see what was going to happen with the energies, and I completely tore up our own rule book when it came to utilities. We'd been managing them internally for a long, long time. We had a very good process. We had, in fact, quite an efficient process and very economic, really, compared to most. But what we couldn't do was control the risk. So I completely tore it up and actually outsourced everything to a completely different company in quite a different way. Like I said, it's it's too much detail for today's episode, but that has completely limited my exposure on utilities. And in fact, I've passed a lot of the responsibility back to tenants. This sort of stuff needs a lot of foresight and a lot of planning. Look at what you could do and who you could do it with in terms of energy partners that could help you manage this risk. And internally, what could you do inside your houses that could actually reduce your running costs? Maybe it's behavioural and how you work with your tenants to actually keep them running the property economically. Maybe it's little things like changing all your bulbs to LEDs. Maybe there are some insulation improvements that you could do that would make sense right now. Maybe heating devices like Inspire or Timerstat, things like that, that you might not yet have installed because you've been putting it off. Maybe it's time to do that sort of thing. Whatever it is, make sure that you're doing it. Okay, the fourth thing that we can do to counteract this triple threat is start to increase rents. Now, I know what you're thinking, Andy, you just told us that inflation means our tenants have less money to spend, and that could mean that it compromises what they can spend on rent. Yes, that is true. So this is a tricky point, and it's a delicate balance and it's all about compromise. But 
I've looked at every one of my assets and the whole business, and there's no way that we can maintain our current position unless we increase rents. It's just not possible. So it has to happen, but it has to happen sensitively and it has to happen over a slow period. You can't just increase people's rents by 10, 20, 30% overnight. You're going to end up with problems with black holes in your portfolio. And of course, you're just going to upset your customers. You've got to be very, very conscious about how you do this, but it's got to happen. There's been a pandemic for the last couple of years. So of course, most of us haven't really wanted to or felt that it's right to put our rents up on our tenants. But with the way things are at the minute, I think it's time that we have to start thinking about this. And the fifth thing that we can do to counter this triple threat, and actually I think that this is the most important one. I think that this is where the biggest gain could be had for the lowest cost and time input. It's focusing on better customer service. At the end of the day, if you can keep your properties full because you provide a better customer service, you're going to reduce your voids. You're going to find it easier to do things like gradually increase the rents. You're going to find you're spending less money on wear and tear and maintenance and upkeep on your properties. You're going to find you're spending less on managing communications and advertising rooms and doing tenancies and processing deposits, which all costs money. And this for me is the single biggest opportunity in the HMO market because so many people still don't know how to do it and don't know how to do it well. This isn't easy and you'll have to figure out how to do it. And it's multifactorial. So there's not just one thing that you can do. It's not just a case of sending a quick email and being all pally with your tenants. There's far more to it than that. But it doesn't have to cost you a huge amount of money to do it. And it could have a massive impact on your business over the next five years. So think about how you could really promote better customer service in your business, because I guarantee that will make you more profitable. So there we go. The triple threat over the next few years is inflation soaring, energy costs continue to increase and interest rates going up. But there are five things that we can do now to start countering the effects that that's going to have. Don't be overly optimistic when you're stacking your deals up. Find solutions to cut costs in your business. Consider sensible utility options and how you can make energy efficient improvements to your properties. Start thinking about increasing your rents now and focus on better customer service. The truth is here, if you ignore this or if you wait, your cost, the running costs of your business could easily increase by hundreds, if not thousands of pounds, almost overnight. Energy costs could quite literally double. If you're paying three, four hundred pounds in gas, water, and electricity, that could very well jump to seven, eight, nine hundred pounds a month. You have to be really, really eyes wide open to just what this could look like. If you're on a tracker mortgage, a 0.25 increase could be another £100, another £200. If you're currently spending £50 a month on maintenance, but actually your prices are starting to double because of labour costs and material costs, and that goes up to £100 a month, that's another £50. You can see how very quickly we're adding hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds to our running costs, our operational costs. We have to put solutions in now to counter this. If you do this, I think you'll continue to have a great business over the next decade. And I think if you do do this, you'll also see that this is an opportunity because the truth is a lot of people will find this too difficult. A lot of people who aren't listening to podcasts like this, a lot of people who aren't keeping their eye on exactly what's happening are going to find that they get caught out. The running costs are going to go up. They're not going to be making anywhere near as much money and they're going to struggle. But 
the silver lining here could be that this continues to push landlords out of the market who aren't prepared to do what it takes anymore. And that could come our way in the form of more properties to the market that we could use as HMOs. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't think we're in for a glut of properties coming to the market at all. But I think if you know what you're doing and you're looking in the right places and you've got good contacts and a good network, these opportunities will continue to surface. That's it for today's episode of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you've got an opinion on what's happening right now about energy, about inflation, about interest rates, then come and share it in the HMO community. It's a great place to find support and advice. And if you're an expert in any of the subjects that we've covered today, then we would love to hear from you inside the community. It's a free Facebook group. It's the HMO community. Come and check us out if you haven't already. And don't forget, if you really want to scale things up and take things to a new level this year, then everything you need is waiting for you inside the hmoroadmap.co.uk. It really is your one-stop shop to build the HMO property business that you really want. That's it. I'll be right back here next time. So join me then for the next installment of the HMO podcast. Mm -hmm.